Stupid fucking bitch. <laughs> fucking stupid bitch. Welcome to Hello Dysfunction with Patafria and Crystal, the nice girl. No, you're not the nice girl. I am the nice no, girl. You're, you're the fucking wicked witch Shut today. Up. You so what? <laughs> See, so fucking what? annoying me. It's all right. I got something to beat that fucking bell. No, I'm taking away all parts of this instrument. I was playing this bell nice and beautifully and she fucking took the drumstick and launched it across the room. Because <laughs> like we don't need that. Bitch. We don't mm. need it. Somebody wore her extra bossy <laughs> pants today. <laughs> We're here for episode 68. 68689. Feeling great. Because 689, remember? Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Why was six afraid of seven? Yeah, that. Seven, eight, nine. That's oh, that's what, went, right? Did I say six, eight, nine? Yeah. <laughs> I said it twice. I mean, it could have eight, eight nine. nine. It could have. It could have, but seven came into joke. play somewhere. Oh, my um, God. I don't get my car back till the end of the month. I, you're not mad. You're in a nice rental. I want my car back, though. My car is nicer. But I'm I'm very thankful I have insurance that covers yeah. the car for sure. Yeah, if you didn't have a rental, you'd be pissed. Oh, I'd be fucking throwing fits. Mm-hmm. For sure. So uh, we're back. What what a lot of shit happened in the last week since we were here last. Um, Mine's been calm, and I've been very appreciative of that. Valentine's Day came and went. Um, I figured out a really good way because so, this was the first Valentine's Day that I was I've been single in I don't know how long. I always am with like somebody. Did you angry react everybody's post? No, I didn't. I wasn't even <laughs> mad, and that's what I was gonna say is I came up with the formula. So have an orgasm, whether it be with another person or yourself. Or yourself. Make sure you have a really good orgasm like the night before or and that morning if possible because of that I wasn't bitter at all I wasn't mad I wasn't um you know like felt bad about seeing all the couples and the love and all that not saying that I normally would be but I really was just in a good ass mood all day and I was like I bet that's why possibly because I got that out the way those so endorphins like, were the released. endorphins were going and um I had a good day you know we never really um it's been many years since we even celebrate Valentine's Day, yeah. so it's never just like, a, it's not a big deal. That's good. But when I went to pick Naya up from school, she surprised me. There was a little flower vendor at the, at the school. by her school, uh-huh. and I, she had used her own money and bought me flowers. Really? Yeah. Nobody got me shit. I didn't that even get so like sweet. a um, school Valentine. You know how sometimes the right. kids would make Be them mine. at school for their mom? I didn't get shit. Yeah, I ran into the store and I made sure to get Bunny and the girls. You did. That was nice. Some shit. Because uh, Bunny asked me like the week before, she was like, can you get me a bunch of stuff for Valentine's Day again like you did last year? And I was like, actually, that wasn't last year. That was like two years ago. I'd got her a sweatsuit and like hella Takis and like a mm-hmm. bunch of shit. And I arranged it all on her bed, all cute. But I forgot this year. And so I'm glad you um, picked up my slack. I did. I got you. <laughs> yeah. I got the kids. But... um. You know, honestly, 
It's a Hallmark holiday. It is. It's fun to celebrate. However, it's not necessary. Well, the, if I am fucking with somebody, though, I expect. You're one of those? Yeah, I do. And last year, I, I got fucking Thin Mints, Girl Scout cookies, like multiple boxes, because like the person I was fucking with knew that I liked those. But I was like, wow, like, bitch, you couldn't really like do something else. You like, were like, I wanted shoes. I Exactly. Buy me some shoes. Buy me something like, you know, because I try to go there all are, out for holidays. There are people that really um I kind of care like about it. it. Yeah. yeah. And um, I don't expect to go out because everything's like super overcrowded mm-hmm. restaurants and shit. And, um, you know, I don't expect to go out. But like, I want some shit. I want some gifts. I can't stand you. I do. And I was so pissed this last last year's valentine's day the year before i i might have got flowers or like one of those globes that has the rose in it and stuff i think i got like a better gift the year before but um it was the same person he got hella lazy that's probably how i should have known we were phasing each other out. i can't stand you do you think that one of your um your love language is gifts buying gifts yeah receiving gifts yeah that's how you like to receive because love. i want someone that's as um generous as i am and I kind of show. Is out. that how you show love? Yeah, is through gifts. Hell yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, other ways too, like food or you know, like laundry or like little like things. Acts like acts of service. Yeah, I'm definitely Blow jobs. So there's like um, acts I think of service. Don't get fucking professional. It is though. <laughs> it is so. There's like acts of service. We're uh-huh. doing things, and I'm definitely acts of service. Yeah, and I'm one of those for sure. I'll and, offer to do everything. Yeah, and then there's quality time. Yeah, I like that. And then there's... Uh, Can you be all? Can you want all of them? Because I want all of the... I, I want know. acts of service. I want gifts. I want I'm sure you time. can, but I'm like top two. Yeah. There's like seven of them or something, I think. Yeah. And yeah, Words I of would affirmation. say... I would say a gift is important. Not that I give a fuck what it is, even if it's like, like I said, Girl Scout cookies. You just want like, acknowledgement. I just want some... It's the thought behind it, you know? Like, yeah. you did something. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not picky about what it is, even though I kind of sounded like I just shit on the Girl Scout cookies. But I just want something, you know, effort. That's what it is. I want effort yeah. put forth. Because, you know, for Christmas or like birthdays or whatever, I kind of go all out. Yeah. So you want so it I matched. want that. I want it matched. Exactly. Got it. Match my generosity. Got it. And my effort. Got it. Yeah. But um, I thought it was nice. I thought it was nice to see um, like, you know, cute couples and stuff. I posted a lot of couples, <laughs> you know, famous couples or like whatever. Um, yeah, it was, it was a cute day. I wasn't bitter. I got myself a lot of nice gifts. Um, I spoiled myself this Valentine's Day. Good. Um, I got some money. I did get some money from someone. That was nice. Um, I got myself Monster Jam tickets. (laughs) So that was really fun because I I get so pee my pants excited about Monster Jam, even though this year it fucking sucked. But I was happy for that. I got myself those tickets. I got myself a bear that I always wanted. Have you ever seen that bear that says, um, well, it's a shit bitch. You is fine. Or I is hate something you. I got You're myself. like, I am. <laughs> I was like, yes, bitch, you are. So I got that for myself this year. Cause I always laugh at it every year when it's posted. And I was like, this year I'm going to just fucking order it. So I did. And I bought myself a pretty pricey vintage telephone. She's ridiculous. I and said, wait, do you, you don't even have a house line, do you? And she was like, nope. It's going to be an, like an art piece. It's going to be in the living room and it's going to be like an art piece. It's not to use. Mm-hmm. 
and but you know even though we like, had one of those we had like a mint green one yeah they came in cool colors we also had rotary phones too in my house yeah i almost ordered a rotary one mm-hmm. in the same color but i was like no because i grew up with push button mostly hey so. remember dialing on a rotary phone you fucked and one your number nail up, got caught you had to start all fucking yeah. over so slow and annoying and your fingernail would get caught under it if you had nails my grandpa got tired of me using the phone and he took the cordless phone out of the kitchen and he put my grandma's old ass rotary phone in there like, oh, you want to use it? I'm going to make mm-hmm. this as and you have to sit unpleasant right here. as possible. Yep. <laughs> Cocksucker. Yeah. Yep. But um, I got myself those things, and I saw this post. Um, Mark brought me flowers. He did. This year? He brought me an orchid plant. Oh, that's nice. I love nice. orchids. Orchids are my favorite. Oh. He did. He brought me an orchid. That was nice. Did you get him anything? No. We normally don't celebrate, so, yeah, you know, so I was wasn't. kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was that. a big surprise. And I do my best to keep orchids alive. I have one that's been alive since Mother's Day, but it's kind of probably on its last leg. I'm just, I have a fucking black thumb. How about you get that dry-ass Christmas tree out your house? Bitch. Wh- that's a full-on fire Listen. hazard. Bunny said it looks like... Like it, it's it looks all like fucking... Yes. She said it started out like this. It looks like this. It's like you have a dry-ass dead weed in the... Like, I do. I'm surprised that Mark even allowed that because so, he's pretty clean. Here's my thing. I've been fucking busting ass like nonstop the whole year, right? The mm-hmm. whole fucking year. Depleted of all energy, running a mile a minute. And it I've, takes five minutes. I have two adults in my house right now and three children mm-hmm. that I feel like could, could help do it. out. So yeah. You need to direct them to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You should tell them fucking do it. It takes, it took me 30 minutes tops to take my whole tree down, pack it all up, and vacuum that space. 30 minutes. I know. I have like seven light strands on there. That's going to be the hardest part is pulling them off. But you know what? You're right. I'll tell the, the kids can get and Carolyn can get started on that shit. Yeah. You got to get that shit out of there. For um, sure. I had saw this post on Valentine's Day and I don't know if it was just like a, it was a downtown Oakland, like Bay Area bar that posted it. And I don't know if it's only here around here. Someone asked me too, is this like a every bar type of thing? And I'm like, it should be. But I don't know if you saw it. It's called an angel shot. So if you go up and you ask the bartender yes. for an angel shot, it's supposed to be like a known thing. That means that you don't feel safe. And that you want help, like, escaping a situation. And, and I, I thought that's that. so smart. That should be a year-round, universal yep. club bartender Everybody. agreement. Yep. Right. Like, that should be everywhere. I If someone orders... An, and then they had different variations of it. Like, um, if you say this or whatever, it means it gets more specific. Fuck all that. Just order an angel shot and, like, get me up out of there. Fucking help me. Yeah, Exactly. God damn, that's amazing. Um, that it, can be life-saving. Yeah, for, for sure. Like, how many times have you been um, in, like, a situation where you want, like, an out or you many. want a stranger to come talk, you know, some, so you can escape? Yeah. Like, that's a that's a really good thing, I think. So I'm going to do a little more research on that. I made a note of it, and I forgot to look online, but I wanted to see if that was everywhere. It should be. I like that a lot. Yeah. Speaking of fucking um, love and shit, I've been Mark and I I got him on it this weekend there's a series on Netflix it's a show a Netflix original um, mm-hmm. dating show it's called Love is Blind Have oh you my seen god it? no I saw the preview for it Listen. though and I was like is this good is this real it's really good and I love it because finally it's a fucking dating show with couples and they cuss and shit so uh-huh. <laughs> 
So basically the object of the experiment is, is they start these people, men and women, out in pods so they cannot see a physical form at all. Uh-huh. They're basically just getting to know the person, person. Yeah. character, and they have to fall in love that way. Yeah. So I'm, a, I'm someone that could totally work for me. I think because it's if your sense of humor is is fucking anything like mine, yeah, I will fall in love with you. Yeah, for absolutely for. And sure. I think the and older, the opposite. If it's not, nothing is going to make me like no. you that much. No, and yeah. I think the older you get, the easier it is to overlook the outer. Absolutely, because I think if you I, start, but after so long, you start to realize that physical really don't mean shit. It really doesn't. Yeah. As long as you're sexually attracted to somebody, you're good. Yeah. You know? And for me, humor will make yep. me sexually attracted yes. to you. A good personality, yeah. a good sense of humor, t- like we've said before, can take you from a three to a fucking eight. Yeah. Like, you know? So they start in these pods and they have to fall in love that way. And once they decide, you know, okay, this, the end game is marriage. Yeah. So they will propose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been the women and then there was one woman that proposed back to the dude but so then they propose and then immediately after that they get to do the reveal where they get to finally see each other it's really adorable I love that part and then they part. give you an opportunity to change your mind or what <laughs> I mean you could yeah, essentially yeah. nobody has so far because on the preview it kind of looked like some people got left at the altar um I just watched there the are some good or they could have just edited it that way to make it look that way. There's for, some uh, good drama. Yeah. Some okay. really good drama. So then they take these. So it ends up being like five or six couples. And then after they do the big reveal, then they get to go on a vacation in Mexico together to get and to look know at each, each other. other for um, I think it's like five days. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they go and they live together. And they have to meet each other's family and shit and basically start Seeing establishing how a, a life. person lives is a huge, Girl. huge deal. Like, they should damn near do that before the cruise. Yes. Because we could go on a cruise and have hella fun. But if you're a dirty-ass person at home, like, I'm cool. I'm, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, so then they do that. And then, so basically, the whole experiment is 40 days. From start to finish on the 40th day, they get they have a wedding and get married. That's a little over a month. That's it's not very a quick. Whole, yeah, that's not a very long time. And Mark and I were saying that. I don't think that's long enough I to get to know somebody. I think they should be 90-day fiancé. <laughs> I think they should be that because uh, 40 days is like shit. But it's really fucking good. Yeah. It's good. and But fuck you, Netflix. Because Why? what they do is they release a new episode every Thursday. They're not, you're not TV. You're, you're not, not supposed to do that, bitch. You're faking the funk. You like, give us the whole season at once. So there's basically. When did they start that shit? I don't fucking know and it's bullshit. So there's four or five episodes that you could watch now. Yeah. And then they're like, and we're going to stall out the rest. No, fuck that. And it's so you're fucking, fucking annoying. You give it all to us at once so we could stay up all night and finish it. I'm like, you created this master empire off of binge watching. Yeah. Why are you taking that away now? Don't try to become TV. Stupid. Yeah. So that's the only shitty part. But it's really fucking good. Yeah. That I mean, the preview looked really good because, you know, um, every few days they highlight like a new release of either a mm-hmm. show or a movie or whatever. So that's where I get a lot of my ideas for yeah. shit to watch. And I saw that the other day and I was like, oh, this looks good. This actually looks good. And I is it sapiosexual when you're just more um, attracted to intellect and shit instead of uh I'm physical sure. appearance yeah it's like I more attracted so. to the brain so i've always considered myself that 
because like like I said before if you line up all my exes like they don't look alike like I yeah. don't have a type it's really just like I how think we you've vibe. like dated one person maybe two that have been conventionally attractive yeah and you they know? sucked personality wise yeah. isn't that funny they yeah the you're work. right they were wet blankets my ex that I just broke up with the last yes. relationship I was in he was a super attractive person very no personality Mm-mm. very little humor some he, i would get so excited we had to when tone down jokes bit. we had to oh really my tone god down. yeah i couldn't joke about anything about like raping my kids or any like you know, the, what, you know like the inappropriate humor. yeah had, no inappropriate that would not fly with that person nope. like and i was just like i can't really be myself with this person no <laughs> at all no yeah the it's funny the most attractive ones be the most bland flavorless boring humor personality wise yeah yeah it's true it's true i love um i've always been a fan of certain dating shows i remember as a little girl i used to love the newlywed game i don't really remember that. oh my god i love remember it. love connection i loved love i, I loved actually love and they would be up on the screen they'd be like i'm cool like i don't want to go out with you again deborah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, a, it would get a little spicy sometimes a few months ago i actually was watching on youtube old love connection episodes yeah. what was the uh the host's name chuck woolery yeah it was chuck woolery that show was good it was so i loved that and then you remember the dating shows on mtv uh what was the one where they got next remember and they yeah. Five people yeah, on a yeah. bus. I uh-huh. really liked that one. That was one. good too. I've never been into like The Bachelor and shit though. I like Wife, spo- wife Swap. Yeah, that That's one was good. good. Cause the kids are always like, man, fuck this lady. Get her out of here. We're not fucking eating vegan. I always, like, or what, you know, like it would yes. be some, some total opposite. I loved what the drama are. ones. I like the ones where it would be like farm living. And like B- a city. city lady comes yes. or, you know, vice versa or like a um, a country person goes to the city or whatever. Yes. And it's like hell on earth for them. Yeah. That's another good show. Yeah. Wife I really swap. like Wife Spot. What if they fucked though? I, what I, if we took it up a notch? Like, cause I would probably be trying to fuck the dad at the new family. Like, let's really like make the most of this. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> let's do it. You just can't and fucking I, behave, bitch. <laughs> Don't tell me you wouldn't. What if he was hella funny and he was like a no. good time? You were like, I'm just gonna get one in one time. Fuck you. Before no. I swap back. <laughs> no, because I know it wouldn't be as good as what I have. Oh, shut up. Let me excuse me while I throw up. Good. Shut up. Yeah, but I fucking I did used to hope for some drama like that though, yeah. where they would kiss or something. I bet someone would, did. They should do a dude. reunion show or like a where are they now? And then some of them be like, yeah, we fucked. We're it was, together. It was no We've big We've been deal. together for five years. <laughs> we just didn't tell y'all, but yes. <laughs> yes. Revisit the family. Remember that one mom that um, it became like a meme and stuff, and she was like a Jesus freak, and she was screaming at the people and like saying Satan was all in the house and stuff. Do you remember that episode? No. Oh, it was a good one. She was like a fucking psycho. Jesus psycho. Oh, no. Yeah, it was a good she one. She would have had to sleep outside. <laughs> yeah, she was crazy. Bitch, you can't come in. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck you and your Jesus. Get out. Uh, I was at fucking Monster Jam and one of the drivers, she's hella fucking young. And, you know, I always get excited when there's like a girl driver. Mm-hmm. One of them's name, the truck is called Wildflower. I love it. And it's hella cute. The colors are cute and stuff. And she's only like 19 years old bitch she her dad is a, is a monster truck driver and i guess he got her started when she was 14 the first time she ever drove a monster truck i think she was 11 lucky she was 14 years old she was the youngest monster truck driver in the entire world 
That's fucking cool. Yes. And at first, I was like, look at this little rich bitch. And I was looking at first, like, she was from Danville or somewhere. No, they're from Watsonville. They're white trash. And they just are really about that life. I love it. What her a great legacy is, um, to leave your yes, kid. Yes. Her name's Rosalie Raymer or Rammer. I don't know how to say it, but she's a cute little girl and she fucking drives my dream. I'm drugs. really jealous. My, yes. my dad left me a legacy of drug addiction. <laughs> I would rather so drive much monster rather trucks. Monster, God damn yes. it. He blew it. Stupid Mine too. Billy. You blew it. I just got hella mental illness and a bad temper. Right. <laughs> we have the addiction gene and fucking mental illness. Thanks, dads. Motherfuckers. Thanks a lot. Did you hear a bunch of my friends have been sharing this talking about Happy Black History Month? What? It's a po- this dude named Robert A. Lee. He's 52 years old. Oh, God. I think I did hear about this. I think I shared it yesterday. <laughs> he kidnapped. Bitch. And forced the white lady <laughs> to, watch to watch Roots, bitch. For nine hours. It's a nine-hour miniseries. Yes. And he told her so you could uh, learn about your racism. So you could recognize your fucking racism, And bitch. then he told her. I said, her, he's a hero. He said, if, if you don't sit here and watch this, I'm going to cut you up and kill you. I'm going to kill you and cut you up, bitch. Why is that the most hilarious crime? Hilarious. Ever, like, he shouldn't even really be punished. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even hurt her. He was he like, didn't. watch this. He did her a service. He did her a fucking favor. Right. Give that man probation. I was like. it was a li- His approach was a little forceful, but he- his intentions were good. It was. And everyone is sharing it. <laughs> about Happy Black History Month. And I'm like, this is What's the great. What's his name? Robert A. Lee. He is a Ameri- a true American hero. Isn't that the greatest yes, shit? Yes, they need to put him on the $20 bill. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, this is the best fucking shit I've read all yes. week, dude. Oh my God, I read that. Nine hours. Bitch, imagine being held captive for nine hours. She better He's like, do you it. want a Coke? I'll get you a Coke. Right. You can have some Cheez-Its. <laughs> You're going to watch this shit, though. <laughs> Did you hear what they just said? Look at that shit. Can you believe that shit? Now, how do you think we feel? Look at these savage honkies. <laughs> Those are your people, bitch. I'll give you... Shut up. I'll give you some Cheez-Its, but you're going to watch yeah. this. Yeah. Oh I- I'm, not God. I'm not I'm mad. I'm excited. All. I'm, I'm like, very does, happy. Does he have a GoFundMe? Like, what's up? I would ask her, did you learn? Now, what did you learn from this before I fucking let you go? Yep. He was like smiling at his mugshot. Yes. You're a great person. I'm yep. not fucking mad. Now you're a superhero. He was like, I'm tackling one honky at a time. <laughs> <laughs> when I get out, I'm going to select another one. Yep. Where is he from? Do you know? Fuck. Um, I hope he's from like Kentucky or somewhere I say where they really like, uh, need the education. I want to say I read Milwaukee. I might be lying. All right. Well, that sounds like a guess. It's something. I just hope it's somewhere that has like a racist population that that needs the education. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Like backwood fucking yeah, Confederate yeah. flag mm-hmm. on their truck type shit. Yep. I want to know more about the woman. I do. I want to know <laughs> how we met her. Yeah. What made him select her? Right. Yep. Yeah. She probably did some fucking fuck shit. Yeah. He was like, okay. I got you, bitch. Yep. We're having a lesson. Yep. That's Hope you ain't got shit to do for nine hours, I bitch. I for sure need details on that fucking scenario. Yeah, I really, uh, that made me really excited. <laughs> Everyone's like, happy Black History Yes, yet? he's a hero. For sure. Um, Excedrin, did you hear about the shortage? No. There's an Excedrin shortage. I'm going to tell you this. My mom's going to be pissed that I'm telling people because now it's going to be harder for her to obtain it. But the manufacturer says that the ingredients are like hard to come by right now for some reason. It's an aspirin aspirin based painkiller, right? 
headache medicine. It's headache medicine. Uh, yeah, I believe um, it's aspirin based. Well, whatever the other components are, uh-huh. there's a shortage. Really? So the manufacturer has temporarily stopped making it. What? And people are freaking out. My mom told me yesterday because she gets migraines all the time. She always has. And so do my little sisters. They got it really bad from her. They pop Excedrin like Tic Tacs. Like them bitches always got them in their purse. Oh, And wow. she hasn't been able to find any. See, so, I would wig out if they did that with Advil or Sudafed. So she found two huge bottles yesterday that she bought. And she's like, hopefully this like lasts until they work this out. What the fuck? Yeah, and so I, she's like, you have to Google it. She didn't feel like explaining it. So she sent me a link, and I read it, and it's like, yeah, they don't, they're not even, an, like, um, giving a date of when this is going to be resolved. So she's worried. I wonder what ingredients are causing the shortage. Yeah. Like, what? I, I mean, I'm. they're probably not going to share their secret formula. It's really scary when you're, you know, basically when dependent, you're dependent on something. When you're dependent on something, right. Because migraines are serious. Yes. And it, unless you're on a prescription migraine medication, like, that shit can ruin your whole week. Oh, girl. When I do get migraines, which I thank God I haven't got in a while, thank, probably for Botox. You need a dark room. You vomit. Yes. Fucking you see I, I get them in flurries. my eyes. Ocular migraines. Yes. I can't open my eyes all the way. Driving is out of the question. And they never last just like a day. I'll get one and it'll last three days. My worst migraine. I had taken, this is a, God, the kids were in like, I think Naya was in like second or third grade. But I had taken Mark to work early at like five in the morning pulled into his job site opened the door hella vomiting hella Ew, vomiting hella embarrassed him i had to lay there for like 30 minutes i finally you know felt okay enough to make it home i make it home i have to i stop at the liquor store which is kind of in the hood i stop at the liquor store to get a <laughs> bottle of water bitch i fell asleep with my car door open because my head hurt so bad i couldn't move i opened my door to get out and get water mm-hmm. and i was like i'm just gonna sit here a minute because i can't fucking move bitch and i woke up like 55 minutes later you look like you were on heroin dude for People real probably put you on facebook like look at this bitch is on heroin you're in the yeah. hood and everything <laughs> yeah i woke up i threw up again Mm-mm. i finally made it back home and then i was like i have to go to the er and i went to the er because that was a bad one if you yeah. get migraines, oh my god! I've gone to the ER before and they had to give me a shot. Yep. I don't know what it was, but Toradol and Imitrex is usually what I get. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's terrible. They're fucking the work. Damn, that's scary. Yeah. So if you do depend on Excedrin at all, you better stock up. Better get on Amazon. Mm-hmm. eBay or something. Yeah. For um, sure. Lately, there's been a huge influx. I mean, there always is a consistent amount, but lately more than usual, a fucking serious ass domestic violence cases. I, I don't think we've talked about domestic violence really since like oh, maybe it was episode four. It's been a long time since mm-hmm. we discussed it. And, you know, we get a lot. We get a quite a bit of um, messages, messages asking for advice about domestic violence. And we don't really give advice because it's hard. It's, hard. it's especially hard for me. And I ask that people don't write me and um, and kind of break everything down to me without asking permission first, because I'm one of those people I've been in a domestically violent situation before. And I have PTSD from that shit. Mm -hmm. 
And um, it shows up at different times and in different ways, but I have it. And it's triggering to read sometimes about those kind of situations and, you know, as an empath too, to just revisit those feelings and kind of know you really just got to ask before you unpack that with me anyway because I don't you know sometimes I feel bad but sometimes I'll I'll just have to like exit out and not read it see I'm okay with it I'm okay with you know somebody messaging me and opening up in that case you got to message her directly yeah not just to the hello dysfunction page but here's the reason I don't like to give advice I don't know all of your personal circumstances I don't know if you have familial support I don't know if you have a safe out I don't I don't know what your partner is capable of. I don't know his rap sheet. So I don't want to give you some advice that, that you could take end up fucking you and up then worse. you fucking get killed. Mm-hmm. And then I have to live with that. <clears throat> no way. Yeah. So I've got it's really hard in conversations where people have asked, what have I done in a situation? You know what I'm saying? That's yes. better for me yes. than telling you what you should do. Cause right. I can never tell you what you should do. Right. Um, in my situation, you know, when you love somebody, like it's hard to recognize shit as abuse for a long time because you'll look at it, you'll make excuses for it. You right. know what I'm saying? You'll focus on the good times. Yep. You, 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 there's so much focus put on that. It's like you try to overlook the bad shit for so long or you make excuses for and it. And there's always you this hope they're going to change. Right, and you always think that that good person in the beginning is going to come back and it's going to be back to that. But, but that, it, good that person, never happens. Yeah, the good person was never that person. No, it was like a cover yes. for the real person yes. that shows up a little later. That's how you were snatched exactly that's how they got you right so it's like um the first thing is recognizing and like identifying this is what it is yeah don't have these hopes this false hope for it to go back to the good shit because it's not um and then yeah i just kids are what kind of saved me i think because i really loved the person i was with at the time and if it was just me i might have stayed longer but it was short lived once it got to be like we were having fist fights and shit mm-hmm. and I was getting my face socked up and everything. Yeah. I got punched before with holding my baby. So mm-hmm. like that, that's when I was like, oh, we're not fucking doing this shit. There ain't no way. Right. But, um, you know, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of just being able to take a step, a step back and see what it is, recognize that and then make a plan to, you know, luckily I had support from family and friends if I didn't have that it would have been fucking harder to separate you know we just recently got another message from somebody about um them having some mental illness issues like some anxiety and something else and they recognize that they're in a not okay relationship they're Mm -hmm. in an abusive relationship and you know they were wanting some advice and the only thing I can say is utilize your people yeah. You know, utilize your fucking people. And if you don't have people, then it's like try to find out about what resources are in your area. Every, Usually if you could, you could even go through like a hospital. Yes. Something, if you don't have a primary yep. care doctor, yep. you can go through like an emergency room and find out what resources are in your area. Or like if you have county insurance or whatever, whatever worker you have, they can kind of point you in the direction. Yes. Shit like that. If I, you don't have people in your you know a circle that you can depend on yeah i've looked up info for somebody before they lived like stockton valley area but there were numerous shelters yeah um which is not always the most um 
you know, fun situation to be in. Right. But it, it's better than fucking getting beat on or being scared to go home or, you right. know, scared of a conflict. Just look at it as a temporary situation because, you know, that's not. And it to will be, be temporary. Yeah, for sure. It'll be temporary. It's temporary assistance till you can get on your feet and get it together. I mean, it's it's always bad, you know, when you're in a domestic violence situation. But when you have children, it takes it to a different level. It does. Because you're potentially creating a cycle now. Mm-hmm. Either your child will be an abuser or your child will think it's okay to be abused. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. I'm, most of the time, I think. In my situation, and I think maybe yours too, I don't think Mark hits you, but... No. <laughs> bitch. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, seeing my mom be, you know, abused by my dad... Um, that made me know right away I will never put up with that. But it sometimes happens the opposite effect on kids where they think they should accept it. I guess since I saw my mom leave, that's what helped me. Like, yes. But if my mom would have stuck around, then it's like, it's almost like, oh, I should be putting up. Kids learn by example. Yes. You so have if to, your example is putting up with it yes. and staying, then it's like you're telling your kids that kind of behavior is okay to put up with. You have to walk the fucking walk you can't just talk the talk when you have kids you you have yeah. to lead by example and that's with everything, everything across the board yeah. um but you're absolutely right so because I watched my dad beat the living fuck out of my mom till I was like eight years old and I got to see her finally leave and the steps she took and she rebuilt her life mm-hmm. I think that's probably what saved me and will yeah because we saw that it wasn't okay that they left yeah the friend uh that i had called for resources before now she grew up the same way except her parents stayed together to this day they're still together oh god and she has now been in a horribly violent relationship for and I, I bet that molded her thinking like I bet that made her think if you love someone you stay with them you know what I mean and that's hella toxic like when I left my husband um most of it was because uh we grew apart into yeah. two different people right that yeah. was the main reason like we just it just what didn't feel good anymore but I also had an out because he cheated yes so I was like I'm gonna let this be the reason to my family to everybody I'm not gonna be like Cause that just made me sound bitchy. Like, Oh, I don't, you know, we grew apart where we don't, people don't understand that. They're like marriage. You're supposed to stay married. Right. My grandparents, especially they were not fucking happy with me when I left him. And I think it's so stupid. And I said, he fucking cheated. They did not give a fuck. They were like, you stay together. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. And And I'm, and I was so mad. Like, why the fuck would you tell me that? I would never tell generation. Yeah. I would never tell my daughters that though. I would never tell them that. I'm like, Oh, he raised his voice threaten to leave him right now exactly. you tell him he don't get it together you're fucking leaving. you're packing your shit and you're fucking leaving you right? learn to communicate and i thought they would be happy for me you know what i'm saying because like, i'm standing up for myself right and i'm being like you know no they were these mad. are my boundaries they were mad and they even you know i've talked before about me at one point when i was pregnant with bunny being homeless for a short amount of time they didn't even let me move back in with them when I needed a place to stay. They told me no. Because you didn't rebuild that. Exactly. They were like, no, this is what you left. And you started, you put yourself in all this. So no, we're no. They they treated me very fucking differently after I left my marriage. That's fucking crazy. 
that's how it was though yeah and my grandma's over here like fuck that cocksucker <laughs> yeah she was different though she did not go with the time she didn't um she was definitely someone that a wild went a, beast yeah she went um totally against her generation in so many different ways she wasn't a lady no she wasn't a lady she wasn't um submissive no she wasn't racist <laughs> so she one wasn't of, any of that one from of her generation no one of my favorite stories in my grandma and my my grandpa both told me this when I was a little girl. So my grandparents got together when my grandma was 15 and my grandfather was uh, 19. God damn. They were young. They were really young. But well, mine too. Yeah. I mean, that's what you that's did. That's what you did. Yeah. Um, thank God it's not like that I anymore. Know. Can you imagine Naya getting married this year? No. Having, starting a family. Fuck no. <laughs> you know, so by the time she was 21, they had four children. Yeah. Kill me. Fucking. I'm Put overdosing on Valium. Yes. Put a bullet in my forehead. So, you know, they were very young when they got together and then they put these kids on top of it. And uh, so one time they had got into it and my grandfather, this was the first and last time, my grandfather grabbed my grandma by the shoulders and put her and held her up to the wall, like getting physically um, aggressive yeah, yeah, with her. And my grandmother socked him in the rib so hard she broke his rib. Shut the fuck up. And my grandfather is the one that first told me this story. He said, that is the first and the last time I ever, ever <laughs> tried to get fucking funky with your grandma. Because <laughs> she was not playing that shit. Good. That's like one of my favorite fucking Good stories. For her. Yeah, because you know what? Back then, it's like it wasn't even a crime. It to was beat unheard up your wife. of to stand up for yourself as a woman. It didn't become illegal to rape your wife until like maybe the mid 70s. So beating them up, was but even like, prosecuting that bitch, we're, um, we're still fighting for that to this exactly, day. You exactly. Know? But back then, your wife was seen as your property. Yeah. So a lot of um, husbands punched on their wives and yep. shit because they also they're not getting in trouble for that shit. No. Like, bitch, I married you. You're my wife. I'm gonna punch Do what you I say. if you make me mad. Mm-hmm. So that's hella funny. That makes it more funny just knowing the time yeah. that that took place. She was like, bitch, fuck all that. Early sixties. Yeah, she was we're like, not check doing this out. That. <laughs> nope. Nope. What but the fuck? when you have fucking children, they will follow your fucking example. So, so keep that in mind in everything you do, whether it's with another partner or some shit or just all of your behaviors are teaching them like they mimic you without even trying to. It's so subconscious. Yeah. You can preach something all fucking day. Yeah, but if but you're they're going to follow it, your behavior, yep. they're not going to listen to anything you're saying if your behavior doesn't match that. Right. They're going to be like, bitch, no, I'm, you know, I watched you do this. I watch you get drunk all the time. So I know it's okay. Right. I'm, you're letting your partner abuse you. Yeah. It's okay. It's not. People are dying from fucking domestic violence. So this last week, literally two people, um, two women about the same age, they were both around 25 years old, were murdered by crazy ex-boyfriends. And they were, you know, one it's was so a enraging. sibling of a friend. Her and her son were murdered by the son's fucking father. A four-year-old little boy and his mom were murdered. That was a local situation. And then the guy killed himself, right? Yeah. In that situation, he killed himself. Fucking the other coward. one I saw, it's um, it, a girl that I follow. Um, 
you know, we kind of know each other. Her best fucking friend who I've seen on her page for years and years and years. She was hella posting her the other day. And I thought it was like the girl's birthday. Right. Because she's posting them on the beach and like all these pictures. You know, people do that for birthdays and stuff like to celebrate their people. I thought that's what it was until I saw her get a tattoo, like a dedication to her. And then I read a caption and I was like, oh, my fucking God. And that I just messaged her. I left a you know, comment. I was like, I'm so fucking sorry. All this time, I thought you were doing all these posts like for her birthday. I didn't realize. And so, you know, I looked into it and and her fucking ex-boyfriend murdered her. And it's like that one. He didn't kill himself and he went to jail. But like in his apartment, it's just disgusting. It's so it's so easy to walk away from a situation like I can't even. And my anger gets out of control sometimes where I want people dead. But like I can't imagine taking it that fucking far. Getting mad enough at somebody and killing taking their life yeah like what that doesn't you're a different kind of sick like that doesn't even make sense it's so easy to walk away and just fuck with somebody else it's so easy it's so sad yeah so now it's like fuck and then i have another friend a pretty close friend that's in a situation also last week where this dude she's fucking with pulled a gun on her. Oh my God. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I can't, I can't. I'm like, you have to get away from that situation. So, I mean, without going too deep into that, it's just like it, after seeing those two young women murdered and then to hear that from a friend, I'm like, you have to get away from that. And you're a mother. Like, you have to get away from that. There's no. You have to get away from that because I can't take that on. Yeah. I can't deal with that. And there's no other advice I'm going to give you other than walk away and get away from that situation. Not. You know? And not even to be selfish, but to protect my own emotional health. Yeah. I can't fucking. Mm -mm. I can't do that. Mm Mm-mm. You know, I've done it with friends for years. There ain't enough loneliness in the world. The fuck are you doing? I was moving it and I popped it off, I guess. Um, That's a sign, bitch. Bye. That's a sign that Mark is leaving you. <laughs> Her wedding <laughs> ring just fell off and rolled across the room. Mark is done with you. He's bitch. like, bye, bitch. Sick of you. <laughs> oh, shit. But I had a friend who was able to leave. Thank God. Good. But the one I spoke about that is still there. Um, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm not talking fucking a slap on the face. Not that that's okay. But I'm talking about chunks of hair missing fucking shoe print bruises on her back Mm -hmm. fucking ribs broke like and I was there and I was there and I was there for a a few years and then finally I just had to be like if you go back again I can't fuck with you listen there's nothing I can't from for me anyway there is nothing more frustrating than me giving someone heartfelt honest real um thought uh you know involved in advice and you don't take it because I put a lot of fucking if I offer you any advice at all, I'm not it's not going to be no quick bullshit yeah. excuse. Right. I'm going to really put thought into it. I'm going to consider your situation. I'm really going to tell you something from the heart. And it's not, like it's such a slap in my face when a person does that and then they don't fucking listen and then they come back to me for advice again. And it's like I don't have no more for you, bruh, because I already fucking told you and you didn't listen. Or how about that? I'm fucking terrified how, for you. Yeah, Like how many I'm times? worry how many times do i gotta you know do you want to hear it before you get it like I, there's nothing i can tell you that you don't already know either right, right. you know he's probably gonna kill you one day mm-hmm. you know that your children are gonna grow up and think this behavior is okay because look at you you fucking think it's okay because of your yeah. parents and that's what i mean it's gonna be a fucking cycle so you have to be strong enough 
to fucking break that cycle. Yeah. And it's a lot of work and it's very hard. It's and it's uncomfortable and people don't want to be uncomfortable. People don't want to put themselves in uncomfortable situations, but it's like, that's the only way you grow. It sounds really cliche or whatever, but like you have to, you, you nothing comes easy. Like, you know, if you want right. a better outcome, you have to go through an uncomfortable stage. And it's like, do you want to be uncomfortable or do you want to be dead? Right. Because yeah, these are your fucking choices. To. Yeah, you're right. You know, so for all of you that have messaged us regarding domestic violence, it's not that we don't have advice for you. It's that we don't have advice for your particular situation because there's I don't want that on my shoulders yeah. if something happens. So yeah. when giving someone advice, it's like you feel responsibility. Yes. Now, now you're kind of you feel responsible for what they do next. Yes. And and no one wants that to go the wrong way. So it's like. I can tell you how I would deal with something and like my own situations, but I'm, I'm never going to want to possibly tell you wrong. Right. I want you to look at your resources and your people and figure out who's going to help you best. And if you don't have that, I want you to dig for resources. Yeah. Do the work. Lie go to a fucking you're emergency taking the kid. room. Yes. Go to your worker. If you have a worker, if you don't go to the emergency room and I promise you, they will give you resources for yes. shit like that. Um, it took me a long time to realize well into my adult years that I had some mental health issues uh, that stemmed from childhood trauma. My schedule is super busy. It's not always easy to get into a doctor's office. So I actually signed up for better help. You can video chat. You can text, you can email with a licensed professional. Yeah, I think I'm going to try it. And I like that someone gets back to you right away because uh, through my insurance that I have now, it takes a long time to be matched up with somebody and to even get a response. So with BetterHelp, it's good for a variety of different issues that you might be having. Depression mm -hmm. or um, like you said, childhood trauma. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, if you don't like your therapist, you can switch at no cost which is pretty cool yeah i think the service is cool because mental health is finally taking a forefront it is and it's something that um is looked at more normally now we're making it more casual and accessible for everybody and this is something you can do from your home from your car from the bathroom when you're yeah. on your phone we always have our phones so they've made it now to where it's like we don't have to go anywhere and it's good to talk to a professional because sometimes, like you said, we don't even recognize that something might be going on. It's great that it makes it easy to access licensed, qualified professionals so that you're not just taking um, mental health advice from people that are really opinion based and don't know what they're talking about. Stop listening to YouTubers. Stop listening to other shows that don't know what they're talking about. Maybe your best friend doesn't know what they're talking about either. It's really possible. You know, they don't always know. So. Try out BetterHelp. That is BetterHelp.com. Listeners get 10% off with discount hello. BetterHelp.com slash hello. God, stressful, So scary. I'm going to smoke now. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to finish some salad. Fuck. I hate this it's conversation. Heavy. Yeah, it's heavy and it's fucking, it's scary. And it just makes me feel so sad. Yeah. As a fixer, you know, I'm a doer and a fixer, and I can't fix those things. And, you know, thinking about my friend that I haven't talked to in fucking six years, it makes me really sad because I know what her fucking life is like. Yeah. It just sucks. How about stop hitting people? That's a pretty good one, too. Yeah. 
I've I taught myself that, I think. I haven't hit anybody in a while. Anger management. Do drugs. If you have to fucking call <laughs> Get yourself. Out. Go smoke your cigarettes, bitch. Don't tell people do drugs. Find your addiction gene. No. <laughs> and utilize it. Satisfy it. Put your energy and focus on drugs instead of hitting people. When you're in a coma, you can't hit nobody. Because I'm hard. And you're not. Yeah, bitch, if you want to hang with me, you could give it one shot. Top that. What? I just yeah, Top that. I'm good. I'm good with it on me. <laughs> so he turns it off. Left. Why are you touching shit? Get out. Shit? Get out and close the door. <laughs> He's like, it's loud. I'm going to just turn it off. It, that was cheerleader singing that, right? No, it's from Teen Witch. Polly does. Whatever. Same thing. I love Teen Witch. That's one of I my favorite 80s movies. It. Oh, God. What's her name? Uh, she's a really pretty redhead. She was like Molly the lead. Mm-mm. No, bitch. That <laughs> was like the eighties redhead, redhead sensation. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I forget her name. I was just looking at all her shit too. She's actually sisters with another famous actress, a blonde actress. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you about my dream. Blake Lively is the sister. Okay, go ahead. I don't know who that is, but I like the name Blake. I do too a lot. Um. So I had this dream last night and it woke me up. Lately, my dreams have been very uh, vivid, like movies. And I had this one last night. Oh, another thing. I've been having to wake up to pee every night. And I don't usually have to do that. And it's really a pain in my fucking ass because it's interrupting my sleep. Mm -hmm. But it's a pleasure when I look at the time and I'm like, oh, I could go back to sleep for hella long. You get excited. Yeah, because it's the worst when you wake up and you have like 30 minutes. Yes. And then you're like, bitch. Why couldn't you wait? Yep. Anyway, um, so I think me having to pee brought me out of this dream, which could be a good thing. I had a dream. Bunny was there. Naya was there. I don't remember seeing Stevie. This white boy that was about their age and, like, a couple other kids. And we were at this house, and they became friends with, like, this man. Something was going on. He ended up being a pedophile, and he was, like, drugging them. And there Bitch. was, like, listen. there was That's like, a nightmare. Yeah. It was, like, a funeral plan the next day, and um, he was having people come over, and they were acting like they were in town for the funeral, but they were really in town to, like, fuck the kids. It was the weirdest dream, and, like, hella shit was tied together, and, like, um, they wouldn't tell on the adults. And I was, like, trying to get them to tell me, like, who is behind all this like you know who do we go after all this and they like would not cooperate and it was the most stressful fucking dream in the world and I was thinking you know I think they were scared to tell yeah and oh my god I woke up and I was like what the fuck like who do we go in oh god it was awful no more pizzagate stories before it bed bitch it was awful it was like a whole conspiracy going on but it was going on in the house that we were in and so I was like you know, I don't know a lot of these people, so I'm not letting y'all go around them, like in the room with them to talk or in, like a sitting room and stuff. Like it was so weird. It was so weird and creepy and gross. It was just awful, but it felt like a movie. Oh and my like, God. I always talk shit about Mona because all of her dreams have always been very vivid and detailed and like crazy stressful like that and like movies. And I feel like, um, like it's rubbing off on me. It's fucking stupid. <clears throat> Did you feel tired when you woke up? Yeah, exhausted. Like, yeah, I was going to say. The stress. I was probably, because you know I grind my teeth in my sleep. I was probably You clenched. woke up and was like, where's the Ativan? I was probably but. clenched the whole time. And um, I felt like tense, like very tense oh, and sore. God. 
my legs were probably running in my dream. I don't bitch. know, bitch. I was stressed out. I'm surprised I wasn't sweaty. It was so fucking stressful. That's a horrible nightmare. It was awful. And then there was like I would have woke details, up. Details like the cops. I'll spare you a lot of details, but there Thank were like you. there were like paintings and like if you look at the paintings, the girls were in the paintings. Oh god. And like it was just all these little clues that tied everything together and I was like, let me out of this movie. Like what is this? It's like make it people I don't know or something. Like Fuck was, that. Yeah, I, it, I couldn't even be interested in it in what was going on cuz it was stressing me out so bad. I don't want no parts of that. Mm-mm. It was terrible. That sounds fucking terrible. Fucking terrible. Bitch. Yeah. So hopefully I get a nap in today that's like less tense and fucking I feel like I didn't get good sleep. Dude. Um fuck that. That's ter- that's a horrible ass dream. Yeah, I'm good. It's fucking awful. Speaking of awful, that's my favorite segue. Speaking of <laughs> Speaking spe- of I probably awful. say it 37 <laughs> fucking times an episode. Speaking of. Wow, real original, Crystal. Um did you hear about the 6-year-old girl in Florida? Uh, a little mixed girl that was taken to a mental hospital without parental knowledge. No. From a school. No. So in Florida, they and I don't know if it extends past Florida, but I know Florida has what's called the Baker's Act. What the fuck is that? She's a minor. So the Baker's Act, I can see maybe it would be a good tool in certain situations, but what it does is it gives you the ability to institutionalize somebody against their will that's mentally ill, right? Uh-huh. And the six-year-old girl... What? So wait, because you can't do that here. In Florida, because of the Baker's Act, you can. Even if you're a minor? Apparently, yes. A child, I read about it, a child um, from the age of two on... From two on. Like, you're two years old. Let's fucking go. You know how many two-year-olds I'd be institutionalizing here? Yes. If- <laughs> Do you know how many two-year-olds yes. would be locked? They're all crazy. They're all crazy. They'd be full of two-year-olds. Yeah. So <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah, so the six-year-old girl was at school. She had an, had an outburst. She, I guess, she had, um, has a history of a uh, mood disorder. Uh huh. Like so, like all kids at six years old. So she had an uh, an outburst episode, and she threw some chairs. And they called in a counselor, and the counselor, as a mental health professional. With, before they even called the parents or anything, they were like, okay. They weren't like, hey, we're going to meet with your kid. Let me give you a heads up. They just met with the kid without the parents. I already have problems with this story. Yes. And the mental health professional was like, okay, we're going to fucking take her to the mental hospital. And commit her. Yeah. She was there for two days. They oh. drugged her. They gave her antipsychotics. Oh, my fucking God. And she's probably being a regular ass six-year-old. Even let's just say there is a history of behavioral issues with this child. You call the fucking parent. You don't ever make that decision on your own to commit someone's fucking child. The mother. You know how many kids I see throwing temper tantrums in Target and shit? Do you know how many kids I've been in school with that have thrown chairs and yeah. ran up on teachers and shit? I threw a chair in kindergarten, and I remember I got sent home, and my mom made me a salami sandwich and would not talk to me for the rest of the day. <laughs> I got suspended in kindergarten. I remember it was Miss Peterson was my teacher. Fuck her. She sent me home. I got suspended, and my mom was so fucking mad. Little did she know, bitch, put on your seatbelt. This is only the beginning. Right? This is just <laughs> your introduction. But I was in kindergarten throwing a chair. Like, imagine. I could have got committed that day if we were in florida yes what the mother is like devastated she's so upset she's been speaking out um 
that's they need to change that law so the article i read after the mental health professional decided that's what was going to happen the they called the police to come escort this baby to handcuff the kid and the deputies um you can see on the body cam footage the the little girl's already calm Mm -hmm. she's already calmed down at this point behaving normally Mm -hmm. and the deputy tells her i just want you to know that you're not a bad little girl that makes me want to cry yeah that makes me want to fucking cry right now um i read recently they just changed a law that you cannot handcuff kids i want to say under the age of 12 in a certain area or whatever and the response was wait you could before Wow. Like, it's so outrageous. Like, what the fuck do you need to handcuff a little kid for? Like, if they're throwing a fit or whatever, like, you can't subdue a little kid and, like, put them in the fucking car. Yeah. So, like, somewhere I read that and I was just thinking, what the fuck? And racism plays a big part. Yep. Um, you know, so- Florida, parts of Florida are notoriously Absolutely, racist. Yes. You've been there. Yeah. When I was there, I experienced a lot of that shit firsthand and was blown away. But, um you can't tell me like some people may disagree but if you really think about it do you think they're gonna take a little six-year-old kimberly and fucking put her in a hospital and and like handcuffs and shit like racism plays a big part in it shit does like that. i believe it does too oh my not i believe i know it does yeah yeah but yeah it bitch well, i was reading that article and it just made my heart hurt for that little girl and then you're dosing her with antipsychotics without even and that kind of shit conferencing with the mother like that the medication that they give you i've been detained in a mental area before in a mental facility before i don't know what they give you um probably halidol sodium sodium something i don't know but they say that that shit has long-term effects on you so imagine that's probably a lower dose that little six-year-old baby Oh, my God. That's so upsetting to hear. Hopefully laws or something change if there's enough attention drawn to this situation. Because, like, you know, I had no idea you could do that. I feel like that's kind of taking advantage of the Baker's Act. Yeah, because I think when they made it, they probably didn't have that in mind. It was probably for adults that were a harm to somebody else or themselves. Right, right. And we know personally people here that, like, could benefit from that. Yes. Um, If, if we could have – because, you know, they don't have family that could commit them. Yes. So in a situation like that, you know, she's an adult, though. We know people that would benefit yes. from that as an adult. Yes. Oh, my God. That's Not upsetting. a bit. And then you don't even call the mom first. Yeah. I just get a call that my kid's in an institution now. You know, as a parent, you are best at um, knowing your child and and calming them and for the most part. And And you know what's normal behavior for them and what isn't. That's what I'm saying. Like kids I see like throwing temper tantrums and shit in stores and crying. When I was at the Coliseum the other day, there was a kid like snotty nose about to throw up sitting on the floor. He was probably like seven years old. He was pretty big. And um throwing a full-on temper tantrum though and the mom's like pointing in his face and being a fucking bitch and me and my cousin were like wow like that's not really how you're gonna calm your kid down bitch not not gonna help no you're not making the situation any better we were so irritated seeing that shit but um you know that that something you don't know a kid's normal behavior or what kind of fits they throw unless you're like the parent like why wouldn't they talk to the family first for all they know that little girl had a horrible morning and watched her dog get hit by a car yeah, or it you could have be no anything. idea it could be anything oh but, my but God. at least call the fucking parent first and then 
then call in the medical, you know, the mental yeah. health professional, and then maybe you guys can discuss together right. the and, best And then make course. that decision together, not, a, you know, without yes. the parents' knowledge. That's fucking bizarre. Yeah, it's like a huge thing right now. Another weird Florida situation. Like, it's come on, Florida. fucking Florida. <laughs> come on. You guys, what is in your water? God damn. Really? What? Okay, now I need to turn the heater off. Um, can you buy me a mini wiener dog? You haven't been on Instagram lately, huh? Wiener dogs are called wiener dogs because their faces look like wieners. It, no, it's because of their body, but okay. They it's because you could snouts. put their body in a hot dog bun. Um, it's called a Dachshund, right? Dachshund. That. I want a mini one. Will's. I posted two of them last night. I've been watching my show nonstop. It's me or the dog. <sighs> that I need one. It would be a good balance for my household. Will's dog is part wiener dog, buddy. Yeah. His long ass body. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I look at them and they're so fucking cute and their little legs and their little feet are like this. They're little I'm, dwarfs. Oh God, I want one so and bad. And they have little fat, uh, little wrinkly paws. They have very, yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They have very yappy barks, but I'm learning how to um, train them. And Dottie's bark is so deep. It makes my eyes vibrate, you guys. Don't, you're so dramatic. The walls vibrate and then your vision vibrates. You're when so she, dramatic. She's used to it. Let me tell that bitch's bark knocks fucking vases no, off counters. It does not. Shut up. She and has, she doesn't even bark a lot. She only does it when someone is like coming she's to She's a good door. watchdog. Yeah. So I can't get mad at her when no. she does because she doesn't bark for any other reason. No. Other than somebody walking up on the door. Which is really good. Yeah. But um I'm the problem is getting her to stop when she starts because last night she came in the house at two in the morning and that bitch that's probably why I had to pee. Um, she fucking started barking at 2 a.m. and would not stop when he came in the house. And I was like, okay, listen, like, you know him. Stop. Right. Okay, he lives stop. here. I had to turn the light on. I had to get up, touch her, you know, try to calm her down for her to finally fucking stop. Like, enough is enough. So that's the thing as I'm learning. Thank you. And you do this gesture with your hands and then you give them <laughs> a treat. And then that's when they know, okay, you could do it like three times, three, four times, and then that's it. Thank you. Uh, Vic- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Victoria Stillwell is um, the trainer on the show. It's me or the dog. That's my latest obsession. I just followed her on Instagram. She also has a podcast. She's so cute. And she's the best dog trainer in the whole world. And that's where I'm learning all these little techniques. It's hella from. funny. I know a dog trainer and she has wiener dogs and her wiener dog. Uh, is named. It was named Diva. I need one so badly. I was looking at them and I was like, God, gray ones, brown ones, black. They're all I so cute. I love the gray ones. I want a chocolate one. I want any of them. I don't even care. They're so cute. So if you're in you the You could Bay probably area, find a wiener rescue. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Look, Google a wiener, down that, Yeah. Don't Google wiener rescue, bitch. You're going to get some other virus. shit. Yeah. You're going to get a virus on all you're your You're going to get chlamydia is what you're going to get from a wiener Google, bitch. <laughs> A wiener rescue. <laughs> I've been rescuing enough wieners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, bitch. Don't Google wiener. Google uh, Dash Hound Rescue for sure. You guys, if you're in the Bay Area and you um, know if you work at a fucking um, shelter or anything <laughs> and you come across any, please let me know if you know of any because they're so cute. And Bunny really wants a little dog and it could like live in her room. Oh, that's fucking great. Like a sleep she with does. her and stuff. Yeah. So I think that'll be a, a good balance for our, our household. <laughs> <laughs> um, God damn. So the other day I was at home and um, it dawned on me. Um, 
remember before I was saying multiple streams of income are necessary, especially mm-hmm. to live here in the Bay Area. Like you have, you to, have to have, have a, a hustle. hustle, a scam, a sugar daddy, a job, something like, and some fucking government income. Like you have to have all of the above to survive here. Right. But or a nice rich I family. I was really thankful because I wasn't really feeling good that day and um, I couldn't, I had a session booked and then like whatever, I ended up not doing it. But luckily, thankfully, I was able to lean on another stream of income and I ended up making like a significant amount of money that day. And I was just thinking to myself, like, this was always the goal, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and I was just super thankful that I was in a position to lean on another stream of income mm-hmm. and not feel like, you know, um, I was a bum right. this week or this day or whatever, because um, when you just have one and you depend on one and it's like, let's say you're sick and you can't go to work that day or you know what I mean? Anything you have drama going on or whatever. Like it's, it's fucking stressful. And then I I feel guilty about it and I feel like I'm not being productive and I'm being lazy or I start to get really down Mm -hmm. on myself. So I was just thinking it's good to to like have multiple, you know, I just want to stress that again. I did like a QA and a on my page the other day and a lot of people hit me and they were like, what do you specifically do for a living? Like you've talked about this before or you've talked about multiple strains of income. Like, what do you do? I can't go into detail about shit like that, but like art is one of them. I sell art still. I'm going to do a sale on that soon because I want to just get a lot of that shit out of my house. But, um, you know, there's a lot of different yeah. things that, that we can do. Like we sell merch, like, um, I'm a dominatrix. Like I right. have sessions with that. Like I hustle old lady. <laughs> she. I just took on another she old lady client. In home care. I do. Yeah. Like I, I said, where are you getting all these old ladies from? Yeah, I just got another one, and she's actually gonna pay me cash. And um, like under the table. Good. Yeah, and I was telling Maria in the car that don't um, call me that. Continue. That mic's as, getting knocked off as you were, bitch, Maria. <laughs> anyway, so. I was telling her in the car that um, she approached me when I was doing my other old lady's laundry and had asked me, you know, do you do any cleaning? And I listed what I do for the old woman. And I was, She's like, excuse me, miss. <laughs> you look like a fucking house cleaner. <laughs> you look like a trashy broad. <laughs> so <clears throat> I went by her apartment after I was finished and, you know, I asked her what she would want me to do. And she showed me. And I was like, okay, we can do that. I was like, do you want to start with one day a week? Wait, you went to her house? It's in the same complex. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking you leaving the laundry mat to go with this lady to her house. No, the laundry room is in the oh, the in senior the... complex. Okay, okay, okay. So I was super <laughs> concerned. Like, you're way too, too fucking nice. comfortable and nice to people. And it has to stop. <laughs> so she's like shows me and I'm like okay do you want to start with like you know Fridays like one day a week and see how it goes from there and she was like yeah and then I was like okay that'll work I'll be here Friday 9 30 and then I was like you know if you need me to pick you up something from the store you know you need me to stop and grab just call me let me know I can do that for you yeah and she just gets this blank look on her face and she goes are you serious and I was like yeah I'm totally serious and it's no problem and she goes Oh, you don't even know my car was stolen six months ago and it's been so hard. Mind you, this woman's 92 years old and don't look a day over 78. But she's like, it's been so hard for me um, trying to take the paratransit everywhere. And she started crying and she was like, you're too good to be true. 
Oh my god. She's never married. She doesn't have any family. She never got married. She never had kids. And I was like, high five to you. Right. So she never got married, never had kids. She has a sister that's like 90 that lives uh not in the area, and that's it. She has nobody. Oh God. And she started when I told her, I was like, Yeah, she, girl, she got like giddy, like little kid giddy. Like, imagine so what happy. a relief that is for her. Yeah. You're like, ma'am, where do you keep your medication? Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Just show me. <laughs> Where do you keep your cash? Because I know you're I not doing. I think banking. that area really needs cleaned I need out. To do, <laughs> I need to do your banking for you. Where do you keep? Give all me your, your checkbook. <laughs> I do that too. I'm an accountant, bitch. <laughs> Myrtle, I I'm a professional no. CPA. She's so sweet, but just her reaction, I was like, oh. oh my god, how sad. And you know, the other old lady I take care of is also 90 years old. And she has eight children, two have passed, and she has a uh, sixty grandchildren. Wait, excuse great- me. Yes, excuse six- me. Yes, sixty grandchildren. She's a fucking liar. And she great- does not have sixty grandchildren. She does, bitch. Sixty. 60- I'd be like, bitch, quit telling stories. You're no. such an exaggerator. Her one granddaughter told me this. So she had eight children, two have passed. So she has a total of sixty grandchildren and great grandchildren. Right, bitch. That's a. Li- ain't that like ten kids a piece? That's a lot. So what? Guess out of all of them, guess who comes to see her? You. One granddaughter. Out of 60? Yeah. Fuck all of you guys. Yeah. One. And, and she has to hire someone and she's, to take, help take care of her. And Yes. And she's very, it bothers her. You can tell she's very lonely. She's like, all I do is eat and go to bed and watch TV. And it makes me so sad for her. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't want that. So I I'm bullshit ch- with yeah. her, and I want to check out. When it gets to be that point, it's just like, what am I here for? I'm gonna fucking rob a bank. I'm gonna do some crazy shit, and then I'm just gonna check out. I'll probably try heroin. Yeah, rob hell the bank. Yeah. That's when I'm gonna start a heroin addiction. Yeah, that's the time to for do sure. wild shit. I heard it's really great, but you can die from it. Steal Perfect. Car- whatever. I'm on my way out. Steal yes. cars, rob banks. Yep. Um, give all the money to the needy. I'm going to be an old menace. Yes. That's the time to step it up a notch. Yeah. What do you do? Put me in fucking prison the rest of my life? Right. You're (laughs) going to feel sorry for me. So you're not really going to want to do that. And if you do, so fucking I'm swallowing a cyanide capsule in the back of the cop car. So I get more wild experiences before I fucking die. That's cool. Put me in prison. San Quentin, please. (laughs) I want death row. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? 60 grandkids. Sad, huh? And it's really common yeah, that people forget they're elderly. It's very common. I feel a little bit of guilt because when my grandpa, before he died, you know, he was bedridden and shit. And it was really hard to see him like that. So I, I definitely did not go see him as much as I should have because and I felt bad because we lived in the same city. So it's like, bitch, you live in Richmond. You're the one that should be there the most. But, you know but I mean? you had other family members that were there, right? Yeah, but not as often as they should have been. I, I definitely should have went more. But towards the end, I did step it up a little bit. And I yeah. would like take him McDonald's and stuff and junk, like Nation's Pie yeah. and stuff. I would do that. Um, it's definitely what you can live with. What amount of It was just hard to see him. I didn't want to see him like that because it made me feel bad, you know. But it's like imagine how he felt not seeing yeah. people as much as he probably should have. I don't do well with guilt. Like um, carrying guilt, it fucking kills me. Yeah. So... That's probably why I fucking run a halfway house. Oh, God. You take care of everyone. You're the community caregiver. But, you know, my love language is fucking acts of service. Yeah. And it makes me feel good to do for other people. That's like, good. 
I get satisfaction and I feel good from you doing get that. Orgasms from it. I do. From um taking from care bathing of old women. Yeah. I do. <laughs> Bitch. And your dad. And taking care of your the dad. The show's over. <laughs> show's over, bitch. I don't bathe that bitch. He don't even bathe himself. Shut up. Shit. But, yeah, I like doing that because it makes me feel good. Yeah. It's kind of, Thank God one of us does. It's so weird what we tell ourselves, but in my head, I'm doing... The world is so bad. There's so much fucking bad. It's mm-hmm. my way of putting good you know helping people elderly folks it so animals corny, but it's true i know it does and yeah. i and i'm not a fucking i'm not a fucking saint i'm not a perfect human i'm yeah. so far from it but it's just my little way of your little contribution uh, yeah, yeah for sure yeah that's good that you for sure because i fuck a lot because i'm not up. i fuck a lot of shit up and i'm not offering any contributions <laughs> yeah. so it's like i feel like you do enough for, that could i got for you both of us. Yeah, yeah i totally carry I'm gonna you i take credit for some of your service i totally have enough to carry yeah, over for sure so you're good i'm thankful mm-hmm. um one thing i want people to stop doing and someone pissed me the fucking fuck off yesterday that i know personally oh yeah they did this idiot man that i know Okay, he's from here. We were close friends at one point. He moved away. He moved down south um, because it's more affordable. That was his reason for moving there. And, you know, he's been doing good as far as, like, securing full-time work and blah, blah, blah. And, and, you know, all of these things that he posts about, I'm always – first in line to congratulate him like i'm so fucking proud of you like that's hella good i'm hella happy for you it's always hella sincere words of encouragement bitch always right and i'm always like damn that's good like you know that's really grown of you like i'm happy i'm super happy for you because i am but this person is making these steps in the right direction and like starting to look down on other people and it's I like ex smokers they do that shit yeah, all the time and i i noticed this i noticed it mostly with men which is not, I mean, it's a fucked up thing to say, but it's not me exaggerating. I rarely see women doing this for some reason. But this person posts yesterday and was like, IG likes and, and fucking attention. You can't take that to the bank. And so I responded and I was like, actually, a lot of women can. And Duh. Did. So he was like, um, you you just wouldn't understand, LOL. I'm on some um, 401k and ownership type shit right now, um, blah, blah, blah. And so my first response was, I wouldn't understand, question mark. Like, hold on. First of all, and he's like. And Bitch, bought, I've had both of those. I've bought and sold stocks for years. I purchased my first house when I was 24 years old with no help from anybody in the world. And it was a Bay Area house. I didn't have to move to the South to do it, to buy a fucking $100,000 house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not saying that doesn't count, but humble yourself a little bit. Right. So I told him, you need to fucking humble yourself. And he's like, well, I'm the most humble person in the world and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, obviously not. not, Because you're judging people and assuming that people that get a lot of likes and um, a lot of engagement on their fucking Instagram don't make no money. And so he's like, well, I'm looking at it from a father's point of view, blah, blah, blah. No, actually, you just said it was because you're on some 401k and stocks and ownership right now. And I wouldn't understand. That's what you said. You you never once brought up fatherhood. So he tried to fucking flip it. And I'm like, no, I said, I just need you to talk about shit you actually know and not your opinions. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm offended. We built a whole business on Instagram. Period. 
and a sponsorships, non, uh, a non-sex work business. Exactly. If he wants to get technical, I said it doesn't have to be um, sex-related or fucking explicit content to make money off right. of it. Right. And this is somebody that I know has spent money with sex workers, so it's like you hypocrite you even, bitch. You even have more nerve trying to point it in that direction, right? Like, oh, well, it's from a father's point of view. I'm talking about. Shut so, up. what is it really? Because you keep saying first it's about ownership and blah blah blah, and I say, well, a lot. I said you act like women that check money off Instagram aren't able to file whole tax returns, declare that income, and buy whole houses off that. Right. You know what I mean? I said just speak on what you know. That's what I want you to do and not assume and so he keeps going further with it and like won't let it go and won't um own up that like he was wrong and I was like if you want a fucking example like uh, we have sponsorships and all that shit based solely on Instagram engagement yeah not Facebook not any other social media platform but it did it started on the fucking internet it's not sex sex based it's not you know what I mean there is a way to earn legitimate fucking income we watched a whole documentary about people with cats that are making millions of dollars off of having a fucking cat cats attention off instagram from cats yes so i'm like you know you just got just the way you word things like if you offend me i'm always gonna speak up if i don't you, give a fuck like, if you want a humble brag don't knock somebody out exactly don't that's knock not somebody how down you do in the it. process right that's not how you do it and then it's just a really shitty thing to do like you're taking these baby steps in the right direction so now all of a sudden you're better than somebody else i can't and he tried that. to be like well i've never knocked your hustle and blah 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 okay but it doesn't matter you're saying some shit that also applies to me mm-hmm. so i'm gonna fucking speak on it and I'm gonna tell educate you, you and tell you why you're wrong exactly but he wouldn't he wouldn't back down he would and I was like I, I he said something oh well you have a good day tried to be d- dismissive about it and I just said gross and so he, he's <laughs> like so then he responds with hella crying faces and was like will you stop and I was like no, no I'm so fucking mad at you and then I wouldn't open no more of his messages good so I'm just like you know what it's it's really fucking annoying it's like you want someone to do hella good but like don't get so ahead of yourself that you start looking down on anybody else especially when you're misinformed especially when you're a hypocrite and you're a fucking hypocrite yeah Uh, that bugs the shit out of me yeah so it was gross so I just want people to stop assuming like I see a lot of men that talk shit about Instagram hoes Instagram models like oh you you got all them followers but that ain't paying no bills uh bitch it absolutely guarantee you it is I guarantee you it is and it doesn't have to be um explicit it doesn't have to involve anything sexual no it could just be you know, I, like I said before, I know people that could get paid $10,000 a month from Fashion Nova. Yeah. Shit like that. That's not sexual. That's just um, tagging their fucking clothes. Yeah. And you know how they got those deals? Because they have hella followers and they have high engagement on their pages. Yes. We're living in a time where the internet and your interactions and engagement on your pages earn you fucking money. Yes businesses check for shit like that it's like why are you so dumb that you don't get that and you just look at it from a whole like a whole point and what do you have against hoes yeah when you've supported them exactly it's gross it's gross and it's offensive knock it the fuck off Mm, mm, mm. I don't like that. Yeah, I was in the worst mood when when yeah, that you shit. were. You called and I was just like, uh. I could tell. You Anyways, were pissed off. like I was mad. I was. I didn't even want to bring it up, but I was just like, oh, I'm mad. I'm so mad right now. Fuck him. Um, another thing. Okay, on a lighter note, 
I read, I don't know if you saw this. Did you read or see or hear about um, the fucking police in San Jose were looking for a homicide suspect. So they go to his house, his parents' house or whatever to get him. Why did they break out hella fucking windows in the front of the house and tear gas the wrong house? (gasps) No. It was like a couple in the house. Imagine you're smoking a cigarette, watching Maury Povich petting your cat. And, and tear gas comes through the windows window. are crashing they showed it hella windows are crashing breaking open and there's bombs of tear gas i'm having mark through. punch me in the face and then i'm crawling out and i'm suing everybody bitch. san jose fucking police department i was laughing so hard i was almost in tears and so then they go to the right house right after you done blew up the spot you're not slick like, at I'm all out. now he, you're lucky he wasn't gone at that point they go get the right house they get him right his parents it's like his stepmom and his dad she's talking to the news and she's crying and she's like i'm so embarrassed and i just feel so bad for my neighbors because it's not their fault they should not be affected by <laughs> i was laughing so hard i was in fucking tears bitch i, I was like oh my god imagine could you make a bigger mistake it was like on a fucking friday afternoon or something it was daytime your hella juice is about to be the weekend <laughs> you just made your sandwich you just got out the shower <laughs> you put your show on you sit down to eat your lunch. The cat just came over to sit by you. Your dog. Bombs of tear gas are coming into your house. And people are all screaming. Fun, it's a bedroom. They broke bedroom windows, living room windows. They were all busted out in the front of the fucking house. And it's the cops, bitch. <laughs> I don't say fucking police. You Why guys are, off are the you hook. so dumb? You're in trouble and you better fucking pay them people. And I hope your lawyers are good because <laughs> you are definitely coming out of the pocket. Yes. Could you imagine? Matter of fact, I was in that house when that happened. The kids Shit. are watching The Office on the couch and bombs. Tear gas comes in. <laughs> I'm going to be so pissed. You have hella pets. I have hella pets. Now they're all traumatized. And they're all outside. All the kids and the pets are fucking, they need Carolyn's therapy. stuck in the room because she has a walker and can't make it out. Her eyes are on fire. <laughs> she can't breathe. She's throwing up. And snot is running down her face. She's screaming hell from the back room, bitch, because she can't move. Now the whole house needs therapy. The cats need pet therapy. <laughs> bitch, what the fuck? Like, how do you make that kind of mistake? That is a horrible... World's dumbest police. How do you make that kind of mistake? And also, wow. don't y'all, like, knock first before don't you get you to Don't you double that- check the house numbers? But, like, before you get to that point where you gas a house... You don't you ram the door? I feel like you knock first. And you surround it, right? I feel like they jumped from step one to 30. (laughs) Bitch. I feel like gas is not the first point of injury. (laughs) I feel like that's not the first. You usually battery ram the door first, right? Or knock and be like, say out. (laughs) Johnny, get out here. You don't just gas the house. Now the mom's on TV crying like my poor neighbor. All she kept saying is, I am so embarrassed. They ain't getting her mail for her when she goes on vacation. Kid. It's her stepkid. It ain't even her We're getting a kid. divorce, bitch. She's like, you and your fucking son. Oh, my God. Got me looking so fucked up. Yes. Oh, God. I was crying, laughing. Like, they are so dumb. Wow, bitch. San Jose police. What the fuck? San Jose's finest. You want to hear some other shady? Uh, well, it's not police, but government sh- shit. So. What? Um, you know, Mark's sister and shit still lives in the Philippines, right? Yeah. And I've been noticing on her Facebook, 
she been selling face masks, right? Uh-huh. They have the coronavirus over there really bad. In the Philippines, too? Yeah. And so she had a bunch of face masks <laughs> left over from the, out, the last outbreak of whatever, right? Yeah. So, you know, Mark was talking to her or whatever the other morning, and he had said something like, do you want me to send you some face masks and shit? And she was like, no, don't. Customs confiscates them, and they auction them off to the highest bidders in the Philippines. She said, so all my the businessmen package, are getting them. My personal package. Yes. That could be American snacks. Yep. And and clothing and probably some fucking masks also. You're you're taking my personal package from yes. my family. You, they will take the masks and then they go auction them off. And she said, you know, the wealthy businessmen are the ones And they don't even them. get the money. No. The, the person it was addressed to nope. doesn't even get the money that it came. What? Isn't that shady as fuck? Like, why aren't there laws to to prevent that? And the price of masks over there are super fucking high. How dare you? How dare you take my shit? Like, fuck you guys is basically oh what they're God. saying. Do you yeah. have money or not? Yeah, because we're taking your shit and we're selling it. Mm-mm. That's not okay. And then they're gouging the price up so fucking high that, you know, yeah. fucking poor people Only can't afford them. Only rich people are going to have these masks. Yeah. Period. I don't care if your family sent some or not. We're selling those too. Yeah, that's disgusting. It's like um, it's not natural selection, but it's like a killing off poor people. Yeah, it's a caste system. Yes, you guys don't matter. So the lower levels, you guys are going to be the ones to take the hardest hit. Yep, isn't that crazy? (sighs) It's gross. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's really gross. Another thing that's gross is um, insurance and shit in our country. This great country of ours. Um, I went to a dentist appointment last week and I I thought I had a cavity because one of my teeth is hella fucking bothering me when I eat. Turns out it's cracked in three places. Another one on the other side is cracked and it has a filling, but that filling is collapsing and causing more cracking because I guess I clench my teeth and grind my teeth in my sleep, which I didn't know from stress, which probably, which definitely explains why I have hella neck aches and neck problems. So, you know, they, they draw up my bill or whatever. And, um, I have County insurance, but usually it covers like a good amount of work that I need done, especially something serious like this. I thought, um, no, they wrote everything up and including the implant that I already need, it's $9,500. And that's a low bill bitch. So I'm going to Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where my mom went. Yeah, I have to. I don't have a choice. My mom was like, do not go to Mexico. And I was like, I don't have a fucking choice. My mom needed like 25,000 worth of work and she got it done for five in Mexico. Listen, my girl that referred me, that sent me this dentist info, me and her are going to fucking go together because she does the same thing at night and she fucked up the work that she already got done. Mm-hmm. So, and she got it done down there. She told me she needed $25,000 worth of dental work here. She went down there with cash to this dentist where we're going. She gave him probably three bands and he did everything. Yeah. And, and the dentist my mom went to was also not only certified in Mexico, but uh-huh. was certified in this, in um, California yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's like, it's comparable work. 
Mm-hmm. My cousin was like, girl, no, you're going to come back and have gold fronts. And I was like, no, I'm silver not. Silver teeth? Yes. A whole mouth of silver, <laughs> bitch. she told me. She was like, my grandma went and came back with fucking fronts. I was like, no, I'm not. I know My girl went. She already went and got all this work done. She just has to have like a crown or something replaced. Mm-hmm. I need like two crowns and an implant or whatever. So guess who's going down there with cash and getting that shit done yeah. for a quarter of the fucking price? I told you when I was talking about denim work, you know, a few weeks ago that we have insurance, but even with insurance, it only covers such a small amount, you know, 2000, 2,500 worth of work a year. And the price of, if you need a root canal, if you get a root canal, you have to have a crown put on that tooth. Mm-hmm. The root canal alone is almost two grand. Your you crown know, is at least 1500. Do you know what she told me about the implant? I was like, Oh, I didn't know you included the implant on this or whatever. Cause we didn't fucking talk about that that day. And she was like, yeah, that was, let me see. Hold on. 4,000. Yeah. Each implant for is one four. implant, yeah. four thousand dollars. Get the fuck out of here! Mm-hmm. What? So now I have to leave the country to get my teeth fixed, mm-hmm. and I'm eating hella carefully because I'm like, I don't want that one with the cracks to fucking break. It'll, on me. Yeah, it'll break chunks off. It's happened to me before oh in God. the back. You my need teeth a, ain't shit. When you fix it, you need to sleep with a mouth guard. My brother yeah. Richard has to sleep with a mouth guard because That's he's a grinder. That's what my cousin does. My he cousin said they, they sell them in the fucking, um, they're in At Target Big Five and, and shit. shit. Yeah, well, Mark told me Big Five, but my cousin was like, go to Target or Walmart or whatever, and they sell them in the dental care section. Mm-hmm. You can just buy a gel one and sleep with it. Yeah. And she said it made her neck pain um, improve and mm-hmm. everything because she was like going to a chiropractor and shit. Remember, I couldn't turn my head when I was driving and yeah. shit. I guarantee that's why. Now I I know why. Usually, and usually you grind your teeth. Either you have TMJ or it's like stress related. Mm-hmm. You have a lot on your mind. I don't know. It, Body's my, reaction always. to bullshit. Yeah, always. So yeah, I have to leave the country to get my. And I was thinking, bitch, ninety five hundred. I could go to Colombia and get a mouth full of veneers right now for four bands, mm-hmm. and they look good. And I know people that have gone and got them. Why would I pay you ninety five hundred dollars here to fix three teeth? That's why so many people here have fucked off teeth. Yes. No one can afford it. It's not that people are gross. It's that who has, who has that? that? And then I'm like, so what do you want me to do? Like, what? how are you trying to do this? They're like, well, you have to put down at least 650 to start this portion of the work. But from your implant, you have a balance due. So you got to pay 1000 So basically, I had to put 1650 down to, to start even the work. Start. To start. And then I can make payments on the rest. You can get fucked because I'm going to take that 16, whatever, plus a little more, and I'm going to get it all done in Mexico. And you get it done fucking the same day. Yeah. And you have somewhere to stay there if you want. Yeah, that's, oh, my God. So, yeah, thank you, Jen. I'm excited for our fucking trip. I'm going to go get my goddamn passport this week. Um, also, something funny. This dude asked me, he's like a client, but um, we're not super familiar with each other. Like we haven't been seeing each other in a long time. Mm-hmm. He's fairly new. He uh, he asked me the other day what kind of music I listen to. And it dawned on me that when I, the only time I get asked that question is when somebody is trying to figure out if I'm hella ghetto or if I'm just like a fucking weirdo. Mm-hmm. Because when they hear me talk, they can't really tell, right? Mm-hmm. But he was like really pressing it. Like, no, but what kind of music do you listen to like I'm, I'm really are curious. you a hood rat <laughs> That's what I was thinking to myself surprise bitch I'm both but I'm not gonna let right. you know that like <laughs> I even like country yes. motherfucker yes so I just said everything I was being super vague I was like honestly everything I'll even listen to classical yeah. depending on the vibe you know what I'm saying and um he was just like no like what do you go what's your go-to 
Like, tell me you like rap. Like, bitch, I can tell. I like- want to know that you like black guys. <laughs> That's all he was That's asking. all he wanted to know. That's all he was asking for. And I was thinking, and I was like, the only people that ask me that are white men that are trying to figure me out. Yes. And, and that's really you what it came You motherfucker. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. And I was like, bitch. You're not getting an answer. How about you're that? You're not. I'm going to keep saying everything because that's the honest it's the to truth. truth. Right. It is. Seriously, Stupid if you look bitch. through my Apple Play, it is literally everything, everything is in there. Everything. There's no genre I don't listen to. Mm-mm. So quit trying to pick The only at thing me. I don't fuck with is like EDM, house trance, that type of yeah. shit. Yeah, I don't either. I, I already have hell of anxiety. That shit makes me feel like, <laughs> oh my God, like I got to swerve my car off the road and shit, bitch. Yeah, I, I guess it. I guess that would probably be the only kind yeah, of Yeah, that's probably it. everything else. Yeah. I like it was just funny because I knew what he was doing. right just come out and say what you really want to know <laughs> do you like black dick or not that's really that's what you want to know Ser- that's exactly <laughs> what he was trying to get to bitch. stupid bitch like I think they're so fucking they slick, do dude. they do like whatever tonight I have a sizzler date you're just I already told you bitch you're sick <laughs> So last night, Bunny's gone. She left Friday. I She's think. living with me. She Yeah. And it was funny because the night she wanted to go, she didn't hear back from the girls. Right. And she was like, can you call Auntie Crystal? I said, why can't you call the girls? And she's like, I did, but I didn't get a hold of them. I said, well, then don't go. She's like, just take me and over she there. Was like, I don't care about the girls. Can you just ask Auntie Crystal if I can go over there? I don't care. If she has her own routine, so her like, own what area. I was like, I guess like because I was thinking, you know, if you're not going to hang out with them anyway, tr- go tomorrow. No. Oh, it's really like her second home. Yeah, like she has she her was own like, shit. I don't care if they're there or not. Call Auntie <laughs> Crystal and see if she home. So I did that and I took her over and um, she ain't came back since. And then these <laughs> bitches are out of school this week. So I'm kind of like, you know, I was hitting her yesterday and shit. And I was like, are you ready to come home? Like, can you come home today? Can you come? You know, I was asking her Sunday and yesterday and both times she was like no no you know like we're at Lolo's like no and I was like okay I said well um do you guys want to go to Sizzler with me tomorrow (laughs) you're so gross and she was like at first she was like no Naya has school like shooting me down instantly and I was like well how about like dinner time and she was like I don't know and then she like put me on hold for hella long and then texted me back like 20 minutes later and was like yeah we'll go the girls agreed we're going (laughs) I was like get all of them take them please so I was like okay because stinkers will not go with me I know he won't and nobody else like has has any taste in food is gonna want to (laughs) go Malibu chicken in an endless salad bar. I don't even know why I want it, but (laughs) their salad bar. My kids like that place. I wasn't mad at their salad bar the last time, whenever it was, a decade ago when I went. And their cheese bread is fire. So I was like, I want to go, but who the fuck is going to go with me? That's shit. I think that's one of the jobs we worked at together. Yeah. That was that the first was one. 45 years ago. All the trashy food I want, though, I never have anybody to go. Like, I really love Red Lobster. I really You want- and Stevie think you're so fancy, I bitch. love Olive Garden. See, I love Olive Garden desserts. I, I Their soup I'll get- fuck with, like the pasta fagioli, I'll fuck with that. I love their um, eggplant parmesan and salad and bread. I really love Chevy's. I might talk them into going there. Actually, I love Chevy's. Olive Garden. When I was pregnant with Naya, it got to the point where nobody would come eat with me anymore because that's what I ate every <laughs> did fucking day. Did you go day. alone? I did. And I would leave with salsa <laughs> down my big ass belly, bitch. <laughs> 
like I know where you've been, Crystal. It got to the point where people would be like, "No, we're not going to eat there with you. No, go by yourself." They were. That's sick where of I'm it. at, basically. I don't have anybody to go with. Yes. So. For all these classy dining um, trips, I want to yeah. go on to Red Lobster or Olive Garden or Sizzler. The Bear is like one of the meccas of like <laughs> trashy food. food. Well, and of like good, you know, authentic well, good foods. Food. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, oh, let's go to Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never get it. I, Olive Garden, I probably haven't eaten in like three years. No, I lie. love their limoncello shooter. Oh, God. It's so it's a dessert. I never been. I mean, I never, and, I ain't mm, been in so, so long. Good. I never had that. It's really good. So just go with us. Nope. You won't go with us tonight. You can eat salad bar. I got to take them cats to get their shots. But we're not going to go till dinner time. I'll, I'll see. Your face is That's my break, though. Go. You taking all them? I'm like, take them. It'll be quiet. All right. I guess. All right. Um. So we have a thank you. Oh, Robert. Yes, Robert. My old... Uh, Best Buy sales manager. We got a, a package today and it's full of Mexican treats and chips and candies and all kind and cute ass leggings and earrings, jewelry. Yes. Thank you so much. And I was telling her how fucking hilarious and great it was to have you as a fucking boss. Like he's the most inappropriate, <laughs> Good. hilarious motherfucker. Those are the greatest kind of people to be around. Yeah, there's there's actually quite a few people from my years working at Best Buy, like a, a large handful, at least 10 that I still keep in contact with really? because they're such great humans. Good. Yeah. It really was a family. That's probably the only job I ever worked at where it really was a fucking family. Yeah. And we all still talk. And Yeah, you guys were going fishing and shit and stuff Oh, too, girl, right? we, yeah, fishing and laser tag and we went to nightclubs, bitch, Aww. and all type of shit. That's fun. Yeah. Well, thank you, Robert. We enjoyed our package so much. It was like Christmas when we got yeah, here Yeah, so thank you so much. Yeah. Um, also, I posted yesterday on the Hello Dysfunction page, if you are one of the people that plans to pick up your t-shirt um some already got theirs but if you need to meet us there's like three that still haven't and you haven't reached out either and i'm just like waiting so hopefully you will reach out to us after you hear this because you didn't see the post and um just yeah hit us up in the dm or whatever so we can coordinate and get with you everyone else we're shipping out your shirts um in a couple different phases so you'll get it yeah. really soon um, thank you again for all the support. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, please rate and review us on iTunes. That is really important to us, and it helps us with our placement. What are you looking at? Something kept making a little crinkle noise, and I was trying to see where it was coming from. Don't scare me. It was tweaking me out. Like, where <laughs> she is was that looking noise on the from? floor like she saw something run by or something. Don't scare me. Mm -hmm. Um, and also please follow our Instagram page, um, because we're going to start sharing a lot more information there that you won't be able to, t to get yeah, that'll on probably, our personal pages. Yeah. It'll probably be the primary spot. We yeah. post a majority of info. Yeah. Makes it easier. And our Facebook group, because there's a lot of funny stuff in there. So. Yeah. A lot of inappropriate dysfunction. <laughs> we love it. All right. Well, thank you guys. We'll, we'll, uh, have more for you next week. So suck it easy. Go to bed. <laughs>